Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the conversation. Once again, I'm your host, Roxanne Grace. Guys, I'm talking to Jesse Brown from Stairway Recovery Homes today. Listen, my guest today flatlined and came back to life. You do not want to miss this program. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this conversation. always promised I will bring my guests in in just a moment but first as always uh, if you guys haven't already like and subscribe to our channel also check out our other social profiles at the exact same handle at dream label group and guys check out our website dreamlabelgroup.com if you set up on our mailing list you can be some of the first to hear brand new music from dream and receive updates about our awesome show also guys on our site our website you will find links to subscribe to our podcast we are pretty much everywhere we're on iHeartRadio, apple google Podcasts, spotify pandora and many many more so go check it out guys i am crazy excited about today's program i personally love testimonies i love encouraging people to share their testimonies the bible tells us in revelations 12 11, that we overcome by the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus Christ and the word of our testimony. There's something so powerful in declaring and decreeing and sharing what God has done in your life, not just for you, but for those that are hearing it because it brings freedom and hope to those that hear your story. So share your story, guys. I really want to encourage you, no matter where you are in your walk with Jesus Christ, uh, if you get an opportunity to share what God has done for you, if God has has, uh, touched your life with his love, please, Touch somebody else with the love of God. My guest today is doing that over and over and over. It is an absolute honor for me to uh, bring in none other than Jesse Brown. What's up, sister? How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy day to come on our program of crazy, crazy excited. I want to talk. Let's just jump right into it. I want to talk about uh, Stairway Recovery Homes. I know that you are a very influential person over there, that you are involved in so many lives, so many people from different walks of life, including a lot of celebrities, um, you know, uh, walk through drug recovery. So can you tell us a little bit about what Stairway Recovery Homes does, what you do? Yeah, so Stairways is uh, the largest sober living in L.A. County. We have 10 homes. There's five female homes and five male homes. And um, we're, we focus on community. You know, what, one addict helping another is, is without parallel. You know, they, uh, we, we have a big group of people and we, we show them that you can have fun in recovery. Come on. I know. I love watching your social posts. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a big, tight family unit over there. It really does. Yeah. And I think that's probably so instrumental and so powerful, such a powerful tool uh, yeah. when people are walking through what they're walking through. And so, like, can you, I mean, obviously not, uh, you know, give any names or whatever, but can you share any stories? Well, yeah, there, there's actually um, a girl that when I was just managing in one of the houses, one of the female houses, there was a girl that she would get a couple of days clean and then she would leave and go get loaded and, and, and relapse and, mm-hmm. and have overdoses. And I would just get in the car and just find her wherever she's at and pick wow. her up, take her back to treatment and bring her back. And like, I've, I've followed this girl 
for a long time, just trying to help her because I knew that if, if I was helped and saved that she could be too. And if God is going to use me as a vessel to do that, then, you know, that that's what I was going to do. And, and I real hard at it, you know, and, um, to see the light come back in her eyes, you know, she's going to have almost two years clean, uh, pretty soon. And like, I just, it's just a miracle. It, it's just a miracle. She's a miracle. I love this. I love doing this. I love it. And I know because I've known you for a while uh, that you have story after story and it's absolutely beautiful. I, I love what you guys are doing over there. I also know that you haven't always been this way. Maybe take us <laughs> back to the beginning, how this all began for you. Uh, well, for me, um, I was a competitive gymnast my whole life and, mm -hmm. and towards the end, I was getting a lot of injuries and, uh, having surgeries and, um, pain meds, a lot of them, you know, for multiple years at a time. Um, and I, I got addicted to them. You know, I, I, have always had an addictive personality. So those two put together the physical and the mental, it, it, it was a disaster waiting to happen, you know, and I started doing pills and, and then evolved to heroin and meth and uh, Xanax, just, just everything you could do. And then it evolved to, to IV use, you know, for, for probably like 20 years. Um, I was running with some not so favorable people, <laughs> uh, gang members, bikers, you know, like the bikers like me because I sold them dope and the <laughs> and the uh, gang members like me because I sold them their guns, you yeah. know. Um, it was, I was doing a lot of fraud because at, at that point, it didn't matter what I did. I just needed to get more money to get more drugs at, at the cost of family. Like I would rob my family. I would rob my anybody, an old lady walking down the street. Like that's how desperate I was. And I was not raised like that. I was raised in a Christian home, you know, with great values. And it's just, that's where it took me. Institutions. I was in jail so many times, like so, so many times, you know, and it's just, uh, it was not a, a fun life. You know, I've seen people murdered in front of me. I've seen people stabbed and and overdose and okay so I, I remember this one time um a couple of my using buddies and i that we we were selling a lot of drugs and uh we were in an apartment that we had paid for uh with actual fake money fraud money um and um it was probably six in the morning and uh two guys came in with guns and uh, hog tied us all up and pistol whipped us. Um, uh, so me and my friend were hog tied and, and we were just passed out. And uh, my other friend was in the other room. And um, they, I woke up to the sound of him screaming, like blood curdling screams. And he was getting stabbed over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Um, uh, we, we, we contemplated jumping out the window, but it was too high. Uh, we, we didn't know what to do, you know? Um, we untied ourselves and we just stood there for a second. And then 
they didn't realize that we had a friend that was there that had hid in the closet and uh, he had a gun and uh, he came out and, and shot the intruders, you know, and it, they were on the ground, like dying, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I remember like trying to just get out the door at any cost. We went and grabbed my friend that was stabbed and, and we stepped over the intruders and I remember stepping over them, like praying for them. It, it was, it's probably one of the scariest things I had been through. Um, I'm sure I still have a little bit of drama. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's just, that's just, that just shows like where the drugs and alcohol and, and, and that lifestyle will take you, you know, like I, I, was a little gymnast and, and I little blonde hair and a cheerleader in high school and, you know, and all this stuff. And then like, then I'm, I'm dealing with that sort of stuff, you know? Wow. Wow. Crazy. Drugs are no joke. It truly, truly ruins lives. So there was another time, um, at this point I had three DUIs all drug related. Um, uh, probably like seven totaled cars at that time. Oh my goodness. And, uh, I remember, uh, shooting drugs in my neck, um, as I'm driving on the freeway and I'm exiting the freeway and somewhere between the exit and, and the very end of the exit, I, uh, passed out and, uh, the car kept going. I was unaware and I ran into a gas station. Wow. And I remember like, oh no, like another DUI, I'm going to lose my license for a really long time. And I saw some homeless guy sitting there and I said, I asked him, I, I hopped out of the car. I said, Hey, do you do drugs? And he said, yeah. Wow. I said, cool. What do you want? And he said, well, I like heroin and I like this. And I'm like, cool. I have all of it. Tell this story. I said, tell them that I got cut off by another car and da, 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 da. And he told them that I gave him the drugs and the police let me go. Wow. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't a good life. It wasn't a, a walk, a walk with God. I was so disconnected from him and uh, I was almost sh shameful to call on him at times, you know? And um, there was a point where I was so desperate and so broken and I didn't see another way out. And I used to ride around with a gun in my car and I put it up to my head and, and I was going to just end it because I didn't know how to get out. And, uh, I decided to call on Jesus at that mm -hmm. point. I, I just started talking to him for the first time in like a really long time because it was, it was out of desperation at that point. And, uh, I asked him like, I don't care how I don't, it doesn't matter the way that it happens. If I die, if I get run over by a car, if I overdose, if I get arrested, if I do this, it doesn't matter. I just need out. I couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, not only two hours later did I, uh, get arrested by LAPD. <laughs> And uh, I knew at that point that that was my answer. I was sitting with my uh, person, the person I got arrested with, and we were sitting on the sidewalk and, and he was like, oh, just, just, you don't have your cuffs on, like jump in the car, just steal the car and like go and throw the drugs. And 
I, and he, then he started crying. I'm never going to see my kid again and this and that. And like, I just looked at him and I was like, don't you understand? It's over. Like, we don't have to do this anymore. And, and I knew that my withdrawals were going to be bad, but I just didn't care. That was my answer. Yeah, you were desperate to get out of your situation. You, you cried out to God and you knew that yeah. him responding. Yeah. I not have been like the exact way I would have liked it to happen, you know, but like, it's not up to me, you know, mm. he answered when I called and it was really so, and just like the moment. first bit of faith that I had in a really long time. Yeah. I, I, I cannot wait for you to share what happens next. Uh, it, your whole story is crazy powerful. Let's backtrack a little bit. Um, at this point, you said you were an addict for about how long? <sighs> 20 something years, 20 something years. And so you, you told me in the past that you initially started even like uh, dabbling with drugs or whatever, around 14 years old. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. At what, at what points, you know, cause sometimes like life when we're just doing it, it just feels so normal to us. You know, you're like, this is my world. This is all I know. Right. At what point did you realize that there was a problem? Well, I think everybody else realized it before I did. You know, yeah. I, I, I had gotten a DUI when I was 19, maybe 20. And, uh, and I remember they, they court ordered me to go to some, uh, NA meetings. Right. And, like I would go and I would just tell them like all the stuff that I'm doing. Cause like, we are just supposed to share at these meetings. And I remember this old timer who had been there for a long time and had multiple years clean said, do you think you're an addict? I said, no, I just like to have fun. And he said, you're an addict and I'll see you in these rooms later. And I was wow. so offended. <laughs> I was like, how dare he? You know, he me. knew. He knew. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And, and I, I know you were just sharing just a moment ago um, how you got to the point you would literally rob uh, from family and friends. And so I could see from your perspective how, you know, it was affecting your relationship with family. Uh, but from their perspective, you know, how do you feel like it was affecting your relationship with family and friends? Uh, that that's the part that, you know, uh, working a 12 step program that I've had to like, look mm -hmm. at my part and everything. And it's really hard. Right. You know, at the time I didn't care. I didn't care. My mom would be on her knees begging me, don't walk out that door one more time. And I would almost push her over. Wow. And like my mom and my brother are like my heart, you know? And like, <laughs> there's, there's no way I would do that if I wasn't taken over by these drugs, you know, um, it, I, I broke trust with them. Uh, like it took them a, a long time to trust me again. You know, uh, I'd go to their bank accounts with their bank cards and take money out of their accounts. You know, it's just so, it, it was so rough, you know, and like, I'm so blessed to have, uh, a family like how I do because they've forgiven me, you know, completely in their hearts. I know they have, you know, I, I think they forgave me before I forgave myself. Mm, that's powerful. I, I truly believe that's true. And you have an absolutely amazing mother, praying mother that literally was praying for you the yeah. entire time. Uh, I know that you've told me in the past, and I know you just mentioned that you would like take even from family or whatnot, but that, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to come across this program uh, that can relate to what you're saying. That I love that you're being so raw and so real because when people don't understand unless they're in a place of desperation, 
And yeah. I know that you've been there. And so it's it's awesome for people to hear that you can relate to where you know many are at right now. Uh, you've even told me that there was many times that you would rob places and do different things because you were so desperate for that next fix. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. 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 Multiple times. Wow. <laughs> wow. So let's go back. Um, you know, here you are with a friend or, a, you know, a guy that you're doing crime with at this point, And you guys were caught. You knew this was an answer uh, from God, you know, just hours before, just hours before my right. Like just a few yeah. hours before that uh, you cried out to God to somehow rescue you from yourself, basically from your own situation. You were at such a place of desperation. You're like, I don't care what it is. Like it could be anything. God just saved me. And sure enough, you guys get arrested. What happens next? Well, I uh, go to a substation uh, for a few days, and then uh, I got booked into the the county jail, and uh, I was there for probably five more days after my arrest, and um, I had 16 grand mal seizures, wow. and, and, and I died. Um, I got airlifted out of of the county jail um, and sent to um, a hospital. And uh, I, I just know that I flatline. I don't remember anything from the outer world, but um, my experience, um, I had so much light beaming off my body and it was the most beautiful, like warm, uh, loving light. And, wow. and, and, all the blades of grass, like they had like a, their own energy to it. And you can almost see it. So you could see energy up there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I look out into a, a field and it was so beautiful. I can't, there's no words to describe the colors up there. Like there's not an earthly word to describe the colors. Um, I've tried, I've tried to draw it. I've tried to mix colors, you know, just to try to explain it to people. And it just, you know, it wasn't, uh, it's just, there's just no words for it. And um, I saw my grandma, my grandma was very special to me. Uh, mm -hmm. She passed away a few years ago and uh, she was standing about five football fields away. But up there, your vision, I don't know if it was the vision. I just knew that it was my grandma. And and it, within like a second, she was just like up up in my face. And, and I said, Nanny. And she said, hi. I said, can I stay with you? And she said, no, it's not your time. But the way she spoke, she spoke to me was through her finger. She said like this, but I heard it out her finger. And she said, not your time. And I said, okay. And the there was no like confusion up there there was no like uh anger or jealousy or questioning it was just like all like love and understanding i it was <laughs> it was amazing up there you know and my grandma gave me a a hug and uh as soon as she let go of me i was just slammed right back into my body and, mm -hmm. and I felt all the stuff that I couldn't feel up there. I was angry. I was, I was jealous that she was there and I wasn't. I was wow. all like these awful feelings were 
coming up as I'm like waking up, like wondering like where I'm at. It's like a, it's like a peace that you never experience and you come back to like, you just feel the wrestle of this world and the wrestle of the flesh. Yeah. And you know, for like a couple months after that, like I was really depressed. Wow. I've never really suffered from depression. I'm not, I'm not like clinically, you know, have a mental health disorder or whatever, but I was depressed because like I knew what it was like up there and how I feel that the world should be down here wow. and it's just not the same, you know? And it was, it was disheartening. Wow. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's powerful. You know, I, it's encouraging, you know, I know for you, you're probably like, darn it, <laughs> you know, but obviously God is not done with you. And we know that because we could see the beautiful fruit of your life and how many lives have been impacted, you know, since this experience and your yes to Jesus and your, and your cry for help, like, God, I just want a, to a change. And you brought that. And then we just, we see the awesome fruit is absolutely beautiful. So tell me now what? You know, what do you do now uh, to stay focused? You know, we, we know, like you just shared, you cried out to God. He answered. Like, how is, you know, God, your faith in God instrumental even at this point? Um, well, I, I, I got out of my own way for once, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I stopped living in just straight self-will and selfish. And, and uh, I started uh, calling upon God more and uh, living in his will and not mine. And I can't explain to you how, how grateful I am for the life that I have today and, and how I see him using me in mm -hmm. um, other people's lives. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that it wasn't my time because this right. is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is, this is why I wasn't allowed to stay up there. Right. And right. it's, it's to help other addicts. Like you know, it, it's amazing because there's something so special uh, when we are doing what we know we're called to do. There's such a, a satisfaction in it and it just feels right. And uh, when I watch you and I, you know, I, you know, I see you around all these other girls and, and all these people that God is using you with, I could just see you look so content in who you are and where you are and in your identity. You know, it's, it's amazing how you literally stepped into like a new revelation of identity through all this, you know, knowing who you are as a daughter of the King, knowing how loved you are, knowing who you are in yourself and what you're called to do by God. And just watching you is absolutely beautiful. Um, Jesse, there are a lot of people that are going to come across this program. Like we said earlier, that identify with that uh, desperation that you've been sharing um, and even people that are just desperate to know that there's hope or need to hear hope to continue, what advice would you give to that person or those people? Don't give up. Mm. Don't give up. There, there's, God has a plan for all of us and, and it's not for you to live in that life anymore. That You could have such a beautiful life if you just surrender, you know, and, and, and call upon him. Mm. I think that's absolutely beautiful. How can somebody get in touch with uh, Stairway Recovery Homes? Uh, we have a website, stairwayrecoveryhomes.com. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, Instagram. Um, you can use my email, jesse at stairwayrecoverryhomes.com. Um, it's either me or, or my boss that answers the phone. 
Awesome. Yeah, and we're willing to help whomever. That's amazing. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love your heart. I praise God for you. Yes, I praise God for you, girl. Praise God for, uh, you know, uh, Stairway Recovery Homes. You are awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. We love you. You're amazing. We're cheering you on. Like, keep going. It's absolutely <laughs> amazing. So thanks again, Jesse. Thanks, Roxanne. Bye. Well, guys, that's it for today's program. I hope, I know, actually, that you were as blessed as I was by talking with Jesse today. And I want to say this. You know, earlier I uh, introduced the program by saying that if God has touched your life in some way, please reach out and touch somebody else with the love of God. But I also want to say this. If you don't yet know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if you don't know God the God that Jesse Brown is talking about, the God that she cried out to in her distress, the God that I cried out to in my distress, and I do many times over. Uh, if you don't know him personally, then I just want to pray with you. You know, the Bible says that God looks at our heart. Man looks at the appearance, but God looks at our heart. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. You don't have to pray this exactly. Just make it from your heart and sincere, and God will see that. And so we're just going to say something like this. Dear Jesus, Lord, I have tried it my way, in my strength, under my terms. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it my way anymore. I want to do it your way. I want to surrender to you just the way that Jesse has been surrendering to you, Jesus. Jesus, come and be Lord of my life. Take full control. I now Declare and decree you as Lord of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me walk this out with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer or something like that, we would love to hear from you guys. And even if you didn't and you want to reach out to myself or, or the team over here at Dream, please, guys, email us at dreamtheconversation at gmail.com. That's all we have for this week, guys. Stay blessed. Stay healthy, and we'll see you next week.